Good morning, Eamon. Wake up, Eamon. It's time for school. It's time for work, Eamon. Did you have a good sleep? Are you getting up on time? Are you falling asleep inside voting on workers' pay, Eamon, huh? Huh? And big hard workers like myself out here doing podcasts for nothing. I never fell asleep in work in my life. Hello, how are we all doing? How was your weekend? Back once again with the Renegade Master. Back once again. Apologise now for missing last week, but I needed an old break. Need an old break from, um, you know, talking shite. So we're back here again. Um, how's everyone getting on? How is the new phase? I suppose it's not a new phase. It's the same phase as last time, but how is the phase treating you? Is anybody, if anybody's listening to this and they're going on foreign holidays, unsubscribe now, please. Unsubscribe. Absolutely shocking stuff that's going on. I would recommend Paul Stenson on Instagram to anybody who's looking to get their fill of calling people out for going on um, foreign holidays. He's calling out all the influencers and um, influencers, influencers and kind of um, bloggers and stuff that are flouting the COVID rules. Not the COVID rules, because I suppose there's no solid rules really in place on foreign travel, but, you know, flouting the people who are, um, calling the people out who are flouting the, the kind of suggested guidelines. The people with very big following who are kind of making light of the whole situation. Uh, I'm not going to name any names on this because couldn't really be arse and also... You know, I don't want to get uh, sued for defamation, but, you know, a lot of bloggers and um, people of um, influence, or influencers as I like to call them, that's a term that I came up with, patent pending, um, that are going abroad and coming back and asking people for, you know, you know, uh, recommendations on where to go and telling people, oh, it's okay, you know, you can just come back and they won't even check up on you, which might be true, but, you know, you shouldn't really be saying that to people because we should all be just, you know, staying at home. We should all be staying in Ireland. We should all be staying safe. We should all be washing our hands. We should all be social distancing, staying with the people that you're living with. And not really, you know, we all have to take a bit of a, make a bit of, make a bit of a sacrifice this year unfortunately but look it'll be better in the long term but paul stenson on um instagram he's the owner of the white moose cafe in dublin absolutely hilarious he's getting a bit of abuse for it as well but sure i suppose he's well able to take it from um seeing his page but how are how's everyone doing you know how's everyone getting on um i know there's a lot of people going on um holidays in ireland staycationing as the cool kids call it Anybody have any good recommendations on where to go? Anybody have any um, stories on deals? Or, or I've heard stories of people um, getting ripped off by hotels as well, actually. So let me know if you've heard anything um, crazy or interesting that you'd like me to podcast about in the future. But today, the podcast, we're back. And this podcast I took under recommendation from one of my patrons. Um, as you all know, or as I've mentioned before, I have a subscription service, you know, it's not mandatory or anything, you can subscribe if you want, you don't have to subscribe, but you can pay a little fee, and not a little fee, I don't like that word, but you can pay a little support um, subscription um, of, I think, as little as three euro, three or five euro or something per month, and, you know, it's just to support me and what I'm doing, but also, if you have any recommendations, then 
I'll do them. And that's what happened with this podcast. I put out a tweet last week um, profusely apologizing for being late once again and not having one last week. Um, but I'm getting back into it. And I said, anybody have any recommendations? And Rob, one of my oldest friends, one of my best friends, um, recommended something. And because he has subscribed, not, you know, calling him out, not trying to, um, you know, make a martyr out of him or anything, but, you know, he's subscribing. So his suggestions, I'm like, I'll do that for you. Of course I'll fucking do that for you. You're keeping me alive. You're keeping my hopes alive, Rob. So Rob's recommendation was to talk about shows that were cancelled and have been brought back. And it actually is a fantastic idea. And there's a lot of um, stuff to, you know, you can talk about. What I am going to talk about is cancelled shows that came back. I'm going to talk about shows that I want to be brought back. And shows that probably should have been cancelled. There's a few controversial options in there. Um, but before we get started, I um, just want to give a quick shout out to the real picture of Blackpool. They're open. Um, they're open back up now since the start of July, I believe. And I just want to, you know, for anybody who's listening, I think that you should support local and go support the real picture of Blackpool. They're showing all classics and all brilliant movies. They were showing the Dark Knight trilogy. They were showing the Matrix trilogy. Um, I think they were showing The Lord of the Rings as well, which is an absolute winner-winner chicken dinner. Um, if anybody wants to listen to a Lord of the Rings podcast, as luck would have it, you're, you're here. I had one last week. Go listen to it. The Projection Room, or two weeks ago, The Projection Room, Lord of the Rings. Um, check it out. Um, and yes, also... There's no see. There's no cinema open in Nace or in the Greater Kildare area. I think the closest one is like Dundrum. We went to the Stella Cinema there a couple of weeks ago, and while that is great, there is nothing better than like you know dressing down for the cinema sometimes. You know, it's just nice to put on a your nicest pair of tracksuits and just go in and sit down and eat popcorn and watch something that's not that great. So. Head to Blackpool, check it out. It's open now the last few weeks and support local while you can. So, without further ado, let's get into it. But before that, here's Rusty Gray bringing us in. I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews, but all these other critics leave me less amused. I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude. But it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rusty Gray. Unbelievable. I'm actually so I just want to say a big thanks to to Liam Dalton, aka Rusty Gray, for all the intros and the outros. There, I absolutely the more I listen to them, the more I love them. So thank you for that. So let's get into it, guys. First of all, why do shows get cancelled? You know, it's happened to all of us. We've been watching a show that we love, um, and in more recent times, watching a show that we love on Netflix, to only to find out that there's only been one season. So, kind of the main reasons that show get canc- shows get cancelled are low ratings, which is understandable. Not enough people are watching it. Why keep spending money on something that people are not enjoying or people are not watching? Sometimes a writer will move on and the quality of the show drops. So, it get then that turns into low ratings and, you know, that turns into getting cancelled. Sometimes the creator or the major actors of the piece will move on. Like American Gods Season 2. Now, that's still going. And I loved Season 1. 
but um, the creators or the showrunners dropped out and then Gillian Anderson and Kristen Chenoweth dropped out. So the the ratings dropped heavily in season two and I don't know, will that get a season three? That's on Amazon Prime if everyone, anyone wants to check it out. Season one is fantastic and the book is fantastic too. But, you know, that happens like a, a creator or the showrunner will drop out. The showrunner, the showrunner dropping out will cause the, like the main actor to drop out. Because they won't want to work with anyone else. They've had such a good experience in season one. They might want to work with anyone else. And they might feel loyal to their creator or the person who hired them basically. And say, no, I'm not doing it. So that that happens too. Sometimes shows will start off really, really slow. And it will take them so long to get good. That people will have lost interest by then. Now that, that might matter on Netflix anymore. Because of binge watching. You know. It'll be three or four episodes in and you'll still be like, oh, sure, look, I'll just throw on the next episode. You know, on actual, you know, TV from before, from the olden times where we watched it week in and week out. A show might start off really slow and then episode four will start and something major happens and the people watching will be like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. But sure, 75% of the viewers will have dropped out by then unfortunately i had that problem with um normal people and i've talked about this already on previous podcasts read the book wasn't the biggest fan of the book but you know it's still a good book i just i i wasn't the biggest fan of it but that doesn't matter it's still a good book but um the show was going on and we i watched these episodes one to six and we had to get a new TV and we don't have the actual channels. We just have Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus and now TV for the sports. And the answer to your follow-up question is yes, I don't know how to manage my money, if anybody's wondering that. But I haven't, it hasn't been like a massive need of mine to go find the other six episodes of Normal People. I know they're on Hulu. I know they're on the BBC player, whatever, are they? I don't know, possibly. And I know they're on the RTE player. But I couldn't give a shite. <laughs> I just, it, you know, that's the thing. It didn't do enough to hold my interest after episode six. Partly, part of the reason there is probably because I thought there was only six episodes. And I was telling um, Katie and I was telling my friend Jar about this, that... <laughs> <laughs> like I read the book and I watched the first six episodes thinking that there was only six episodes because it's the, the type of show that I just thought it was going to only be six episodes that I was like all right we're at episode five and they still have three quarters of the book to do <laughs> how are they going to fit this all into 10 minutes you know turns out there's 12 episodes but eventually I will go find it eventually I will watch it but at my own pace I'm not too pushed you know not too pushed but that happens to with other shows, not with normal people, that was universally acclaimed. But for me, not not enough happened in the first six episodes that I was like, I have to see the rest of this now. I my access to it was limited, and I didn't have enough grow to go looking for it. But that happens. Too. So those are kind of the main reasons. So low ratings, people who created and moved on, um, or else starts off slow. You know, it took too long to get going. Sometimes there's other things, you know, like um, with Futurama, we'll be talking about that in a minute. But, you know, sometimes the creator and the heads of the network don't get on. And 
that hampers it as well. We'll talk all about that now in a minute. Um, but I've broken it down into three categories. So we have shows that were cancelled that came back. Uh, my next category is shows that I want to see brought back. Some of those shows that I want to see brought back weren't necessarily cancelled, but it all fits under the same umbrella. And the final one is shows that should have been cancelled and that's there's a few controversial picks in there. No, I here look, I'm not afraid to tell it how it is, and I'll fight any man. I'll fight any man, woman, and child who comes in and tries to give me shit, right? Just kidding, love you all. But those are the three cr- criteria, and I think you'll agree with some of the shows that I want to see brought back and some of the shows that should have been cancelled because we all there's been a lot of shows in the last four or five years that have kind of outstayed their welcome. But first, we'll go through cancelled shows that came back. So, first of all, and there's a lot of animated ones. Not a lot, but there's three or four animated ones in here. Um, so, the first show that, that I'm going to talk about that was cancelled that came back was Family Guy. Family Guy was actually cancelled twice. So, it was cancelled, I think, just after season two. And then at the last minute, it was brought back for season three. And then at the end of season three... It was cancelled again before the last episode aired. So the last episode only aired on DVD. So that was 2002, I believe. And then in the kind of two or three years afterwards, DVD sales and, um, you know, calls for its revival were amplified and they brought it back in 2005. And you know what? I'm very happy that it did come back in 2005. It's been going on so long now, it's still going, it's on like season, I don't know, 17 or 18, and I think it's well past its sell-by date, but especially seasons 4 and 5, that was peak comedy, especially for 11 and 12-year-old Keen. I mean, like, you know, and there's a lot wrong with Family Guy, <laughs> and the subject matters, and the things that they said and did have said and have done and continue to say and do in their shows you know they're very politically incorrect i think other people probably don't think that but like the episode or season four and peter is retarded episode you can't be saying stuff like that but it's hilarious in the show like that peter is so stupid as a character that they have him in this episode um, take a, a medical test and it turns out he, that he's mentally retarded and so he starts acting more um, I don't know how to say this I don't want to say this but he starts acting more like a person who has kind of um, physical or social disabilities which he doesn't he's just a, he's just an, he's just a stupid man so like this, this that episode was funny and they've dealt with so much other kind of taboos or borderline taboo stuff but season four and season five really like towed that line where they would be really funny and you know there was obviously season six up to like 10 i suppose there was some very very funny things but i think it's kind of suffered that curse in the last kind of five or six years where it's worked for so long that they're just going to keep doing it it's making money it's seth mcfarlane off the back of Family Guy has made two Ted movies, A Million Ways to Die in the West. You know, why would he stop that now when he is still getting recognition and money for it? Because there's still millions of viewers watching it every year. I think from season one, season one had like 12 million viewers throughout the whole year, something like that. 
and waited halved to season two, and then from season two to season three went down to like three or four. So then they cancelled, came back season four, season five were like seven million, and after that it's just gone down every year to like six to five. It's now it's down to that three, two or three million again, and I wouldn't be surprised if they end it or it gets cancelled in the next year or two. If not already, if my information is wrong, I do apologize. But you know, it's just season four, season five when they came back was so good. They made jokes about being cancelled twice. They had so many different storylines. Um, you know, since then I don't know what season it was, but like Stewie on steroids and Stewie beating up Brian, Stewie, you know, Stewie becoming an actor and um, beating his girlfriend. Like it's a, it's just funny because it's a baby cartoon, but they really towed the line, and I'm glad they came back and had season four or five up to like ten or whatever. But you know, it's been it's tired now, and it really should be cancelled in the next few years. But look, that's probably the most famous and the one that's most well known. Family Guy cancelled twice and brought back. You know, like brilliant stuff. Um, another animation that was cancelled, um, and brought back was Futurama. So Futurama was on Fox for years. And Futurama is one of those ones that um, that I was talking about that a show creator, a showrunner, and the network head don't get on. Um, or the network themselves don't get on. Um, so Matt Groening had great plans for Futurama. And it's a fantastic show. Really, really love it. Um, had great plans for the timing of the show and when it would be aired and he, you know let's say he wanted it on a Thursday night primetime slot like 7 or 8 and they said no it's going to be on Sunday double bill and then it's going to move to Tuesday and apparently it got moved around so much in one year that it eventually got cancelled because they didn't have any proper slot for it anymore um, but then Comedy Central revived it and over, I think it was around the time of those kind of four, kind of half an hour episodes of that turned into movies of Futurama, and then they had like another fifty or so episodes, and eventually that was cancelled as well, and it's done. So it's done now. But that was another um, animation that happened, and the final animation we're going to talk about in regards to shows being cancelled or and brought back or revived is Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack is one of those. It was on Cartoon Network. It was one of those ones we all used to watch. I think a lot of people will know Samurai Jack. It's about a samurai who gets transported through time to another dimension um, into the future and has to fight to save his family and his own life. So that had like four seasons and it finished, I think, in 2001 or or early 2000s. And then it was revived in 2016 for a more kind of darker show, another 10 episodes or so. And that's another one. So... When shows are cancelled, there's always the chance that they're going to be brought back. Um, you know, for for successful shows. Like Family Guy was successful in those first three seasons. It's just Fox holds a very high standard, eventually bringing it back again. You know, a few drama as well. These shows have big, massive followings all over the world. Samurai Jack is more of a cult following, but still massive followings all over the world. Um, you know, some other shows that were cancelled and brought back were Brooklyn Nine-Nine was cancelled and less than a day later was brought back by NBC. So I believe it was um, Fox had Brooklyn Nine-Nine 
And apparently the reason they cancelled it, even though it had been doing so well, was that uh, they was that they had trouble finding an actual slot for it. So they couldn't put it on Thursday because of Thursday night football. And they wanted to give Bob's Burgers a proper time slot to really get that going as well. And they said, look, we have no place to properly put it. We want to promote new stuff. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has had five seasons. We're going to give. It, we're going to leave it go. And then less than a day later, NBC, who had sold it to Fox originally, bought the rights back. And then they had the sixth season. So that can happen too, you know. There's so many different networks, especially in America. I mean, in Ireland, what do you have? RTE, Virgin Media. And they're like, virtually independent of each other you know you had like rt had had some great shows down through the years and virgin media had like the soaps you know basically the soaps so like that same competition isn't really here in ireland isn't here at all in ireland i'm not i don't know why i said isn't even it is not here at all so you know brooklyn 99 who which had been sold to fox and then bought back after they cancelled there's so many networks in America that it's bound to happen sometimes. Um, the last show I'm going to talk about with, with cancelled shows that came back um, is Scrubs. And I know a lot of you are probably thinking, no, but Scrubs had like a fairly, you know, direct run through. Like, you know, there was a different cast in season nine. But no, it was actually, as far as I remember, they were planning to get rid of it at least planning to cancel it and then they said you know what the season finale ratings were so good we'll give it another year but what we'll do is we'll bring in a whole new cast and we'll get rid or else the lead actors had decided yeah we'll do one or two episodes and we're gone of another season introducing new characters and it just bombed and it was you know like I think Scrubs is much like The Office in that season one, they were really finding their feet. The American Office I'm talking about now. They were finding their feet, you know. JD wasn't as quirky or as, you know, eccentric as he got. Because he got really weird in the in the show. I loved it. So funny. But he got really, really weird. You know, in the first season, his daydreams were almost kind of like, yeah, I could see someone daydreaming about that, you know, being a wrestler. And then by season five or six, his daydreams were him like take I don't know I can't even describe it but there was a lot of you know daydreams of him and other people in like mystical fantasy lands and you're like not a lot of people would daydream that stuff like you know people might dream that stuff but they don't daydream it so like I think that was you know but the show those shows like Scrubs and like the American Office really found their feet but the season the ratings had been going down in the later seasons of Scrubs and I, it's my belief I haven't really looked into this and somebody might you know if somebody knows if somebody has proper knowledge, they might come and say to me, you're talking out your hoop. And I'd be like, yes, I am. But it's my belief that the final episode ratings or the final season ratings kind of brought Scrubs back up. And so they said, we'll give it another go. And then season nine just bombed so badly. Now, they had tried the format of season nine. I believe they were trying that in season eight. You know, they had introduced a few new characters, the interns. And they were kind of giving them more storylines and taking the focus off or the onus off JD and the gang and, you know, giving these people kind of test runs. 
And then season 9 came around and those people who had just been given test runs who weren't even main characters in season 8 were now like main characters in season 9. And I think it would they jumped the gun way too early. They should have just cancelled, you know, not cancelled, but they should have left it after season 8. Because that's what everybody assumed. I mean, I remember watching me like this. That was fantastic. I, I'll always remember the final scene of Scrubs season 8 when JD is watching his future life play out on the projector. And there's tears streaming down his face and you see him and Elliot and his kids and Turk and Carla and her kids. And it's just one of the best ending scenes of a sitcom or like a, a series show. I think it's better than Friends. That's that series finale. I think that is way, way better than Friends finale. But then why ruin that? You know, if they went on and they didn't have JD in season nine, they're like, okay, it's just a spin off. But no, they had JD as a character, and you're like, you know, you ended on such a somber note, but now he's back being the same old goofy self, and you're like, it doesn't really matter what happens, you know. And then he leaves halfway through, it was all really weird. But that's another show that came back, and then bam, gone. And thank God it fucking did um, go, because season nine was absolutely terrible. But those are just some examples. I know um, Arrested Development is a really good example, but I've actually never watched Arrested Development, so I don't want to talk too much shit. I'll talk enough shit that'll get me through half an hour of talking about shows with you guys, but I'm not going to talk enough shit that you'll get found out. Okay? Thanks very much. So, next criteria, or next kind of section that I'm going to be talking about is shows that I want to see brought back. And this is just personal preference. Before anybody's like... Oh, well, why didn't you talk about this show? Why didn't you tell me this one was really good? Why didn't you talk about it? I was like, I probably haven't watched it, man. Probably haven't even heard of it. You know, these are my shows that I want to see brought back. I know there's definitely one show in here, one or two even, that people would be like, what are you on about? These are just personal preference that have been cancelled or that aren't on Irish TV that I just want to see brought to Irish television or brought back, you know? So the first one, and I have to get this out of the way because this is actually a really emotional subject for me. It was the first show that I ever watched, like, kind of, you know, season start to season end that wasn't like a sitcom or like a fantasy show. It was like a historical show that I actually really, really got into. Um, So we got the, I remember, was it Sky updated their services? This is about four or five years ago now. And the Sky Box sets brought in, and our Wi-Fi in Rapikin. Hashtag Pekin, shout out, shout out to all the boys. Junior B, Junior B, Junior B. Hashtag Pekin. So the rat, the, the Wi-Fi in Rapikin. It wouldn't be great now. It wouldn't be great. I wouldn't go send any large emails. I wouldn't go send any attachments with your emails now. <laughs> um, box sets, Sky Box sets came on the scene, and I saw this one called Jericho, and. It's not the show that everyone knows called Jericho that's really good, that was cancelled and was brought back. It's not that. It was a show about... Um, geez, I can't even remember now, but I can remember, but it's kind of stuck. It was about a mining town, or like a shanty town of, of travelling workers that would travel. The whole town would go along the rail the rail line and along like the mining and stuff like that, and they'd up sticks and keep moving with the work in um the 1800s in England in like the countryside in England and all these workers working class obviously some poor not none rich a lot poor some kind of struggling and there was um 
a you know obviously in these type shows there's always going to be a rich family that hold all the wealth and all the power and pay all the people and the very first episode we meet this kind of um hitcher this traveling guy and he comes in and he settles into the community and there's like a sense of kind of oh who is this guy who is this guy comes into the town of jericho that's the title guys anybody title jericho um he comes into the town and you know as soon as he comes in things start happening you know there's a murder there's robbery there's a load of stuff going on um but i think it was 10 episodes and it had like really popular actors mark addy from game of thrones was in there um really really good cast and you know there was a lot of great performances in there over the 10 episodes and i remember looking at it and it said 2016 the year was 2016 when i watched it fantastic and i waited about five or six months found out that it had been cancelled and i don't i actually don't think i'll ever get over that because it was the first show that i had watched myself nobody had recommended it to me you know when somebody recommends your show they're always like oh it's all it, but there's only one season but this the, this one eight episodes watched it all myself and utterly disappointed not even that great a show. It only has 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. You know, the, 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 despite Mark Addy being and Jessica Rain, who's in Call the Midwife, there's not that many really, really well-known people. And a lot of, a lot of um, journeyman English uh, actors and actresses. But that's the first one. I want to see a comeback of that because I definitely remember there being a big cliff, cliff, cliffhanger at the end. So if there's anybody out there who actually has watched the show, please get in touch. Let's set up a fan club. Let's set up a weekly um, episode watch watch along with um, fan commentary via me and you. Let's make it happen. I'm available 24-7-365. Um, another show that I would love to see brought back is Paranoid. Now, I did a, a review on Paranoid. I think I talked about it on... Possibly talked about it on a podcast as well. Um on my blog the word uh the wrath peak and rambler at wordpress.com check it out guys i'm on wordpress facebook instagram twitter msn messenger skype zoom house party pigeon pigeon carrier uh check me out and leave me reviews and but i i reviewed that on wordpress on my blog and absolutely loved the show it was your typical english crime mystery uh local town police force show but it actually went all over went to berlin it was in america it was fantastic it starred in dear of arma from luther and from game of thrones um absolutely fantastic but that was also cancelled after one season it not even cancelled just never came back and that's because of as i said earlier one of the reasons that some of these shows get cancelled or don't come back is because the actors leave and they might leave because of loyalty to a director who left or they might also leave because they have other stuff going on and that's a real problem in i think british tv shows they're all involved in so many different tv shows that they might not be able to come back for another ep- another season of a show that they love doing because they're tied to another harlan coben thing or something do you know if you watch on netflix check this out now you will actually notice that if you watch all of the english crime dramas and thrillers and action shows you'll see a lot of the same 
actors pop up every now and again. It's actually kind of funny when you see them because you're like, geez, I actually liked him in that. And then in this, he's a proper dick and all But it's good. You know, it's, it just shows the way it's going over there. But in Dear of Arm, I was involved in Game of Thrones at the same time that this uh, came out. So she obviously had loads of other stuff going on that she couldn't come back. And I'd say that she couldn't come back. The show kind of fell apart because she was the lead actress of the show. And she was very, very good in it. But that's on Netflix. If you want to check it out, do check it out. Um... A show that I'd love to see come back, another crime, British crime one, is Happy Valley. Uh, I did a review of that on my blog as well, The Rap Peak and Rambler, and that had two seasons. It, they're both on Netflix. Go check them out. You will not regret it. They are f- fantastic pieces of work, the two seasons, even independent of each other. You know, obviously, I would recommend you watch season one and then season two, but you could watch any episode. You'd be like, geez, these, these people are good, like. But the lead actress, Sarah Lancashire and Siobhan Finneran, they've both come out and said that if the director decides, or the creator, sorry, decides to write another season, they will definitely do it. So just hope that that happens. But that's the only reason that that's not around. Um, You know, the director has other stuff going on. Maybe she feels that she has written um, the end of the story already. The two seasons has been enough. And unfortunately that happens and while sometimes I think as fans or as watchers we can feel cheated, you know, because we're like, there's so much more you could do. But sure, look, that's the real world, you know, unfortunately they have other things going on. They have to make ends meet too, show directors and writers and stuff. Um, This is a bit selfish now, but I would love to see Love Hate come back. Maybe with a whole new set of characters like, you know, um, or even Nidge's son. All grown up. Did I don't think Nidja's son died at the end of Love Hate, did he? Warren. Hey Warren. I don't think Warren I don't think Warren died at the edge of end of uh, Love Hate. I'd love to see that with him coming back as like a kind of a reluctant participator in the Dublin underworld. Because he never seemed like the type in the show to be like following his father's footsteps. He seemed like kind of a shy, kind of meek child. That would be interesting to see if he was taking, you know, his dad's place as uh, as the kingpin of the Dublin underground. But um, I just love to see that come back because that was such a fantastic show. But that's something that Irish shows do well, is that not even Irish shows, but Irish writers and Irish directors and Irish creators, they write their shows and when they're finished, they are finished. When they have written the perfect ending in their eyes, they are done. Now, I do remember that the end of the season five, I believe, was the last season of Love Hate. I didn't like it as much as the others, so it was coming to its end, anyways. And I think that, spoiler alert, if anybody's been living under a rock in Ireland for the last 20 years, but I think the killing of Nage was a proper way to end it. But I'd just love to see it come back, maybe, you know, kind of a, a once off limited series developed for, you know, RT player or something. That could be cool, too, you know. Um, and the final show, and it's another Irish one, guys. I, I just love Ireland so much. I'm a big, I'm a big dirty patriot. <laughs> but the last show that I would love to see brought back is Hardy Books. No, Hardy Books hasn't been cancelled or anything. You know, Hardy Books is just one of those shows that it's such a cult favourite of lads and of culture and country people in Ireland. That it's not mainstream, you know. I mean, I can't see a lot of 
lads and forgive me if i if i'm being kind of discriminatory no but i can't see a lot of lads living in like d4 and dublin or you know or places in you're not even but like in black rock or douglas in cork like i can't see a lot of these people liking hardy books i can't see a lot of people living in maybe kind of suburban areas in any city bar like the cities in the west um really like hardy books when i discovered hardy books me and my friends were all living in a small village um all hanging out living drinking fighting playing hurling all this in a small village in cork so it kind of resonated with us but it stuck with me through the years because it's just so fucking funny like Martin Maloney who plays Eddie Durkin is honestly one of the funniest people I have ever seen on TV. Uh he's just absolutely brilliant. The comic timing of the stuff he does, like especially not especially the YouTube series, but I there's a special place in my heart for the YouTube series. I've actually been working on a piece for the blog about the ten best moments of the Hardy Bucks from the YouTube series, but I just can't narrow it down because there's so many. I was watching them one day and I had about a page of notes from episodes one to three. So the YouTube series episodes one and two. Um, Episodes one and two are basically dealing with kind of introducing more of the characters and then episodes three, you know, then you, you meet uh, French Toast at the golf course and everything and you have the ball alley fight. Like that's a <laughs> that's a page of notes in itself, but I would love to see that come back. It has had, so it had um, nine episodes, nine numbered episodes on YouTube, and a lot of spin-off sketches and a lot of kind of different promotional pieces. It had um, two series on RTE, then it had a movie, then it had another two series. And I actually remember I did not like the fourth series, the newest series that came out about two years ago. But since rewatching it, I love it again. And it's actually something that Martin Maloney said on on Twitter, or no, it was on YouTube on one of his live live streams. He said like that. Going from watching like YouTube to watching the TV shows, people mightn't like it at first, but there's so much hidden stuff in the television series that the more you watch it, the more like, oh my god, that is brilliant. So I think that that's something that I would love to see come back for a fifth series again and to be given proper creative control to the lads because I think the first series on TV especially definitely suffered from too many cooks spoiling the broth. You know, if you have um, Martin Maloney, Owen Colgan, um, Chris Tordoff and um, the other lads, I can't remember their names right now, their real names my apologies but if you just have them writing and just go out and film and talk shit into a camera and have a bit of storyline going and a fifth season would be absolutely fantastic and another movie and another 10 seasons out of that because i love it but i really want hardy books to come back and i'm going to try and get that hardy books piece finished because it's been in my drafts for about a couple of months now and i just love it so much but those are the shows that i want to see brought back you know, and that's the thing, you know, there's so many shows out there that are cancelled. Please let me know if I've um, just completely disregarded any of your favourite shows. And if you'd like to see them brought back, I'll be putting up a little uh, question box on Instagram tomorrow after the 
podcast to get more suggestions um, for this topic. And we might talk a bit more about it at some other time again. Finally, I'm not going to spend too long on this because I don't want to go on for absolutely hours and hours. But shows that should have been cancelled, that I think should have been cancelled. And I'm just going to go off the most controversial straight off the bat. Because I think I'm just going to get this out of the way. before. Let me just have a little H2O break, guys. I need to live too, okay? Oh, yeah. Bit of hydration. Um, I think... No. I didn't think this until I thought of this uh, section of the podcast. And I was like, what will get viewers riled up? But I honestly, after thinking about it now for the last kind of 40 minutes of even talking, it's been niggling in the back of my mind. The American office could well have been cancelled and it probably would have done itself a favour. Seasons 8 and 9 were shocking compared to the rest of the series. Season 1, finding its feet. You need that season for them to find their feet and get into the groove of the characters. Seasons 2 to 5, absolutely brilliant. And unfortunately... Season 6 and 7 aren't as good But they still are very very good Because Steve Carell plays Michael Scott Because those characters are still in it But when he leaves To go to Wherever Holly's from At the end where is she from um, Colorado um, To go with her To take look after her parents and get married That's when it should have ended And I think the finale was fantastic as well Dwight getting married to Angela is brilliant it's just what would have happened, you know, to those characters. But season eight and season nine, pretty shocking compared to the rest of it. Like, you know, and if those kind of 40 episodes, well, 20-something uh, in season eight and about, what was it, 13 in season nine? No, another 20 in season nine. If they were lost forever, I wouldn't give a shite. You know, there's things in them that there was some episodes in them that were good, but they could have been could have been very well cancelled and probably should have been. But I suppose it had a, that big of a following then. But um, and that's the difference between America and Europe, especially England and Ireland. the The English office, the UK office, I think only did two seasons, compared to the American office doing nine seasons, and two, arguably three or four of those seasons being subpar. Whereas the UK office, and I'm going to admit, no, haven't seen the UK office. That has to be rectified. I'm going to try to watch it this week. Um, you know, two seasons, done. People enjoyed it. People loved it. Spawned, you know, so many references and jokes down through the years. People quoted probably every day. One and two, done. Whereas the American office, people quote every day. But... I don't quote an awful lot from season 8 and season 9. Probably seasons 2 to 7 I quote an awful lot from if I do. I like to get up every morning and quote at least three scenes from The Office. No, I don't. But that probably could have been could have been cancelled. Um, Family Guy, cancel it. Get it over with, guys. Get it out of there. Scrubs should have been cancelled after season 8. Not even cancelled, but should have been just like, that is done. We had done. We're not making another show. The Simpsons should be gone. I'm sorry, but The Simpsons should be gone. It's just, I've tried watching some of the new episodes, and maybe they're good for kids now. See, that's the thing. I haven't really thought about that. But, you know, personally, I am the only thing that matters in this world. They should they should cancel it for me. They should send me a letter of apology. And finally, 
this is a bit of a uh, this is a bit of a reach now, and I, you know, they can't cancel it because they can't really cancel it because it's done. But there's a lot of spin-offs coming. But the Game of Thrones, like season eight, was so bad compared to like, you know, the first four seasons. But for season five, there was parts of season five that were dog shit. There were parts of every season after season four that were dog shit. Season five, six, and seven were saved by the absolutely mind-blowing battle scenes, like Hard Home, the Battle of the Bastards. They saved entire seasons because you were building up to that point. Like Arya learning to be a face person. Oh my god. Fantastic. And then you have crap scenes over in Dorne. And you're like, what What am I watching here? You know, Game of Thrones possibly could have been cancelled as well. Because there was a lot of um, vocal opposition to Game of Thrones in the last four seasons. And I'm not looking... I couldn't be arsed about watching any spin-offs, to be honest. Because if it's as bad as season eight... I'm not tuning into that, like, I'm going to try another episode of Friends and watch the same episode for the 50th fucking time and enjoy my my Friday evening. Do you know what I mean? You do you. So, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Uh, went on a bit of, went on a lot of rambles there. But I'm back every Monday. I want to th- uh, thank any, thank everybody for tuning in and thank any new listeners if you're tuning in. You know, now you don't really have to go back and listen from the start, but I would definitely recommend listening to anything, anything you want. There's a lot of, lot of rambling like today, a lot of reviews, more reviews, a lot of movie news, and just general crack and banter. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions, anybody wants to hear about any particular movie or any topic, drop me a DM on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, MSN. Send me a letter, um, send me money, you know, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Send me money. But finally, before I go, I want to say thanks to Rob for the for the for the suggestion. Shout out to Rob, absolute legend of a guy. But also I want to dedicate this podcast to my cousin's dog, Jimmy, the King of Queens. He passed away last week. Um there's tributes all over facebook and twitter for him i wrote a little tribute on my uh, wordpress but this podcast is dedicated to jimmy the king of queens you know missed that dog for the last two years and i'll always love him so shout out to jimmy and here is jimmy's owner russ gray playing us out so i'll talk to you guys next week have a fantastic week stay safe social distance and i'll chat to you soon uh, this is nothing that you've seen before yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo This is something that we need though Reviews of the movie's favorite TV shows Or take you lit talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast huh, This man is restless He got just what you seek in Scrambler He is the wrath peaking Rambler